Hey Real Life Church, Stuart Crane here. Hope you guys are all doing well. Summer is finally upon us. We've made it to August. I hope you are getting outside, enjoying the good weather, having some time chilling, relaxing with family and friends. Uh, we as a family, we are starting our annual leave on Monday. We've got two weeks off where we're gonna just unplug, have some family time together, get out, have some days out. Um, we're really looking forward to that. So I hope you guys are managing to do the same. Uh, what we're going to do for today is what, I, what I've been thinking is I want to reflect back over the last 12 months um, and to take a breath on what God's been teaching us, what we've been learning. Um, we set out uh, back in September 2019 to teach through three things. We want to teach you the Ten Commandments, we want to teach you the Lord's Prayer, we want to teach through the Apostles' Creed. And the reason we wanted to do that was because if you go back like a hundred years more, uh, these were the basic tools used by churches to train believers. This is what they wanted them to learn. They wanted to know the Ten they wanted to know new believers to know the Ten Commandments, they knew how to live, they wanted to know the Lord's Prayer, so they knew how to pray, and they wanted them to know the Apostles' Creed, so they knew um, what it was the truth about God, what he who he is and what he's done in our lives. So we set out as a church to study those three things to grow as disciples, to learn, grow in our knowledge of God and, and everything to do with that. So in, back in September, we did the Free to Live series where we focused on the Ten Commandments. And then in the new year, this year, 2020, we did Teach Us to Pray, looking at the Lord's Prayer. And then we just wrapped up last week with Jeremy, the I Believe series on the Apostles' Creed. And the reason we did that was we wanted to remind ourselves uh, of the basics of the Christian faith. Uh, we wanted to study them in a way that we knew God more closely and hopefully then equip us with tools that we can take throughout our life following Jesus together. And, and that's all gone really well. I hope you've enjoyed those that process. I know I have. Um, but the dangers, there's a couple of dangers we face now, now that we've kind of finished that. And one is that we just forget it. Uh, life crowds in, we move on. And what we've done over the journey over the last 12 months kind of just evaporates in just what's happening in life. And the second danger is that we might have learned something or you remember something, but it hasn't gone down and actually impacted our life and led to some sort of meaningful, lasting change. And so what I want to do today is basically do a quick recap of where we've come from in the last 12 months and then put some application in to hopefully sort of build out of this as we move through the summer and into the new term in September. So let's go through um, those series. The first one we did back in, again, it's sort of September 2019 was the Free to Live series, looking at the Ten Commandments, basically looking at how God wants us to live. And the Ten Commandments, as we studied uh, from the book of Exodus, we found out there are about 300 words in total. Um, but those 300 words have had a major impact on society, particularly here in the West, on civil law, uh, government, all those things. The Ten Commandments had this great influence and as we studied them we learned that uh, they were God's law they came from him they weren't man-made set of rules when God gave his commandments to his people they were his rule they were the the laws and the commandments of God um, but and they demonstrate something they revealed something about who God was they revealed something about his character and what he was like we also learned that they were given to people who were already free the story of God's people up to that point where God had gone to Abraham and called him out and said, I'm going to make you a great nation and I'm going to bless you and bless all the nations of the world through you. Then we sort of followed the story through Genesis 
and uh, Abraham has a son Isaac, Isaac has a son Jacob, Jacob has 12 sons, we have the story of Joseph, they go down to the land of Egypt and they grow into this mighty nation. And then we have Pharaoh comes along and he oppresses God's people and God raises up a deliverer in Moses who he sends uh, to Pharaoh and says, let my people go. And we have the plagues and all that back and forth. And eventually God's people are led out of slavery in Egypt. So they have been redeemed. They have been set free. They cross the Red Sea. They come to Mount Sinai and then God gives them the law there. And so these laws were given to a free people who'd been saved by God's grace, who'd been redeemed. Uh, they weren't a method to earn God's favour because they already had it. God had already set his heart upon them. He already said, you're my treasured possession. I love you. Uh, but they were then a standard by which they were to live being God's people. And what we found out as we studied that, we found out they the commandments reflected God. They, they remind us uh, that God is a covenant-keeping God. The promise he made to uh, Abraham in Genesis 12 was still valid there in Exodus 20 and then still carries on through to us now. Um, we, he promised to make them a mighty nation and he had done that. He also promised to give them a land. And you read on the story a little bit, he gets to Joshua and they take the land. So it remind us that God is a God who makes promises and then keeps them. Uh, they reminded also of God's love for his people and his passion for his people that brought them out of slavery. Uh, they were oppressed they were slaves they were there was no way out there was no hope for them but God sent a redeemer and brought them out and so they were free to live now in the goodness of his grace and love and they also remind us of God's complete holiness um, the word holy is used to describe God more than any other word in the Bible it just means set apart it means other it means pure and these laws remind us this is what God is like these are God's standards um, uh, to live by and um, then we looked at as we went through the commandments we looked at them as how they applied to us because we found that is this aspect of the law God's moral law is still binding on us as Christians today uh, we looked at the commandments and we found that they have positive and negative dimensions some are spoken uh, negatively you shall not but then they have a possible a positive um, side to that so when he says you shall not murder the actual the positive side is you should preserve life that's what we should do uh, we found that actually that they are far bigger than just the command themselves they go a lot deeper because uh, Jesus took the commandments and redefined them when he said you've heard it say this well let me tell you about this uh, you've heard it say do not murder but I say actually if you're angry with someone you've committed murder in your heart so they are great um, at kind of getting to the heart of what's going on they cover the external things we do but all the in also the internal attitudes of our heart um, and ultimately they show us the depth of our sin and our inability to live up to God's standard and our desperate need uh, for grace and mercy from God which brings us lovely to the Lord Jesus who came and he fully embodied God's law in every aspect. Uh, the Ten Commandments he followed uh, perfectly. The only person in history ever to do that. He never sinned. Um, and because of that, when he died and rose again, we get to trust in his righteousness. So the righteousness of Christ in following the law completely is now um, ours. And so through that, we've learned that we are God's people now. We are God's free people. We've been set free from the power of sin. We do not have to live uh, like our old way of life. We now get to live 
God's way and God's standard. We do not have to follow the commands to earn God's favour because we already have it, because we are in Christ and we have the love of God on us there. And we also know we, don't, we can't live up to those standards, but actually we try because we've been set free and it's a standard that we aspire to, uh, that we live by. And so that was kind of the Ten Commandments that we looked at and we had some time there. Then as we move forward into 2020, we had the Teach Us to Pray series, um, which we came out of um, something God spoke to me about as we looked. Um, I was reading through uh, the Gospels and there's a bit where the disciples come to Jesus in Luke 11 and they basically say, teach us to pray. And it's the one time uh, in our Bibles where there's some explicit teaching by Jesus on how to do something. Uh, he doesn't say how we should be evangelistic or how we should even pray for the sick. He demonstrates it, but he doesn't actually tell us how. And this is the first time Jesus says, I'm going to teach you how to pray. And what we get out of that is what's known as the Lord Prayer, which is probably the most popular, uh, commonly known, widely known prayer in the world. It's been recited by Christians, millions of Christians down the centuries and will be on uh, into the future until Jesus comes again. And in response to this specific question by his disciples, teach us to pray, Jesus says, well, here, let me give you a pattern. Let me give you something to follow. And we went through Luke 11 and we went through the Lord's Prayer. 38 words it is in Luke's Gospel. There's a slightly longer one in Matthew. And we looked at this pattern uh, that we can follow um, as believer and we found out that uh, prayer begins with our father in heaven Jesus was so explicit about that actually you come to your father and Jesus modeled that he, he called God father all the time and he, he told his disciples actually it's your father in heaven and so when we come to pray we're coming to someone who knows us who loves us, who wants good uh, for us, who wants to get to know us, who wants to have a relationship with us, who, who is just so welcoming to us. And then as we went through the prayer, we found it was made up of a series of petitions, which are just forceful requests that we are to make to God. Jesus says, you are to come for your Father in heaven and you are to make these requests before him. And we found out there were five of them. And the first one was uh, that we are to pray that God's name is hallowed, hallowed be your name. So God's name is honoured um, everywhere in the world. We are to pray that his kingdom comes, which means his rule and reign, uh, justice and mercy and righteousness will spread. We're to pray for our daily bread, which is our the provision we need to get through life, our needs, not our greeds. Uh, then we're to pray for forgiveness, first for ourselves, for our own things that we've done wrong, but then to extend that to others. Uh, who have wronged us because um, as we receive mercy we then give it uh, to others and the final one the fifth one was we have to pray for protection from the enemy who seeks to attack God's people and comes to steal kill and destroy and we need God's grace to do that and so we found the prayer starts with God it starts with his name his kingdom God is the priority and then it moves on to us uh, our provision our pardon and then our protection and we encourage us as a church to pray, to get into praying on your own, get into praying with others, to pray in your life groups, to come together as we did church of prayer and all of us pray together. Then alongside this, we ran the prayer course, which was a fantastic time uh, where we'd get together in our small groups and we'd watch the videos online and then we'd discuss them, talk about that, and then we would pray. And they were brilliant. And if you miss any of that stuff, catch up online. And it was so good to um, be a church going through that together. And we learned uh, through that process the vital place of prayer in our lives how important it is as believers to have a 
active relationship with our Father in heaven. We found out that we have a Father in heaven who loves us and is for us and wants to get to know us. And that we should, when we pray, we should be praying according to God's will, God, what God wants in our lives. And the Lord's Prayer kind of lays that out for us. That's how we are to pray. And then finally, uh, we come to the Apostles' Creed which we just wrapped up now where we went through this ancient statement of faith. Creed just means belief. And so it was a statement of belief that could be dated back to around uh, the earliest sort of 200 AD uh, when it was used as a baptismal confessional for people who came, uh, new believers who got baptized, they would recite this creed, these statements of beliefs. And this was born out of the teaching of the Bible. Um, and we use the illustration of the sun and the moon the Bible is the sun, it gives all the heat and the light. Uh, the creed is like the moon, it just reflects some of that light back and it sums up the core teachings of our faith, the kind of basics. Uh, the Apostles' Creed is described as like the one of the a basic syllabus of the Christian uh, faith, a bullet point summary of what we should believe about God and, and the church and the life to come. Someone even described it, I read it as a dummy's guide to Christianity. What's the basics and the major parts of the Christian faith? Apostle Creed sums it up for us and we went through it week by week, uh, 10 weeks and we looked at God um, as Trinity, God as Father, Creator, uh, God as Son which was that big sort of middle section of who Jesus was, how he was born of a virgin, how he died, how he rose again, how he ascended into heaven, how he's ruling and reigning and one day will return. We looked at God the Holy Spirit, third person of the Trinity and how he empowers us for life and godliness and then we looked at us, the church and Jesus returning again, again and all that means and we covered key doctrines like uh, creation and in the incarnation and sin and redemption and the resurrection and the ascension and salvation and judgment and the church and they were all covered uh, through that uh, study as we went through the creed and uh, it's been a fantastic time. So that's kind of what we've been covering over the last 12 months and it's been really good to get into those basics of our faith to study them, to be reminded of them um, and to kind of get them in our hearts. And what I want to do kind of is to say um, we're in our lockdown living now. We've got two weeks where we're not going to be putting any content out on uh, YouTube. Uh, so there's two week kind of a break. But actually there are things that we can be doing out of the last um, 12 months to kind of bed in what we've learned and to make sure that we don't lose some of the things God said to us and that we get uh, the most out of what we've been studying together as a family of a church. So I've got three things I just want to put out to you uh, this morning to say look into this, especially over the next couple of weeks or it's kind of things have slowed down a bit. Why don't you pick some of this stuff up and kind of run with it and see what God is going to do in your life. So the first thing I want to say to you is when it comes to the Ten Commandments, the Lord's Prayer and the Apostles' Creed, the first thing is memorize them. Take the time, the energy and the effort to commit all of them to memory. Learn them by heart so that if anyone sort of prompted you or tested you, you could speak them out and you would just know them. This is the best way to carry what we've learned forward into life because once you've learned it by heart and you know it, you can take it everywhere. 
you can take it everywhere and use it because you can bring it to mind god can bring it to mind because you've you've buried it in your heart you you've taken hold of it and god will remind you when you need it and when you're thinking about prayer and what do i pray the lord's prayer comes to mind you think okay i've got a pattern that i can pray but it's difficult to do that if you haven't remembered it now sure you can go and find a book look it up but actually it's much better if you've just got it in your heart got it in your mind and you know it so Ten Commandments is what we did first. Now, Ten Commandments can be quite long. Um, how do you go about doing that and trying to get them in the right order? The best way i found to do this is to learn the kids' song. If you learn the kids' song that we put out um, uh, when we, we went through the series, it will be on our Facebook page and other things. You can look it on up on YouTube, Ten Commandments Kids' Song. Um, once you've got that, because it's set to music, you can stick it in your head and you can go through the commandments really easily. And so it's uh, have no other God but God, uh, worship idols just won't do. Um, and you can just use the song to help you remember the commandments in order. And so I've done that. I've sung it with the kids. The kids are sung to me and think, so now I've got it. I know the Ten Commandments in order. And once you know them, then they become a guide for your life and how you live. What about the Lord's Prayer? Some of you have got the advantage of... Um, growing up in church or growing up in school where they did it. Some of you um, haven't had that experience. Um, and so what you need to do that is just write it out and learn it, work it out together. It's nice and short, it's concise. You can learn it petition by petition. Um, I have it written in my journal when I write out my prayers. So it's just there as a daily reminder, this is how I should be praying. I've shown you my prayer plan in the past when we did the, the prayer course. So I always have it written out as just a reminder for that and I use it to pray um, and so it, it becomes my kind of guide in that and then there's the Apostles Creed the last one the practice there if you want to learn that is recite it daily recite it daily learn it section by section learn it line by line and build it up and you once you've got it you'll know it it becomes a framework where you can uh, look at Christian doctrine you can uh, assess other things is that right is that right does it line up with this what the Bible teaches in that so I want to commend you over the next couple of weeks commit them to memory so you know them so you can do them by rote so if someone challenges you uh, you're you're there ready to go second thing I'd love you to review your life in light of what we've learned of those three things. So review your life. So when you go to, go to the Ten Commandments, I'll be finding it in Exodus 20. Have a look at it. Read it through prayerfully and say, God, am I living my life according to your commandments? Where are the areas I need to work on? What are the things that are in there that are getting in the way of my relationships you where are the areas of sin and rebellion in my life as you go through it uh, the first one you know you have no other god by me where am i putting my trust and faith that isn't in you what am i relying on what am i giving kind of my worship to what am i putting my focus on in and above you go through that and go through each one and just assess yourself on that what area needs work what area needs um sort of shaping up in your life what about the Lord's Prayer how about how is your prayer life doing ask yourself that reflectively how am I doing in prayer am I praying it what am I praying about is my prayer life balanced if you look at the Lord's Prayer with its petitions in there am I spending all my time praying on one particular area and actually forgetting other things that I should also be praying about and bringing to God about because um, we can get out of kilter we tend to focus on our own needs and what we want we seem to forget sometimes it's about God it's about his honor it's about his kingdom 
We like to overlook forgiveness sometimes because it means making us vulnerable and painful and particularly forgiving others. But bringing it to God line by line, looking through it, um, it will help you with there. The Apostles' Creed, read through it and be check yourself. Are you clear on the areas of doctrine that are laid out in it? Are you clear on them? Do you believe them? Do you believe about that we have a Father in heaven who loves us, who's the creator of all things? Do you believe in Jesus in the virgin birth and his perfect life and his death on his cross and his bodily resurrection, his ascension into heaven, he's ruling and reigning in heaven? Are there areas that you need to work on, you need to brush up on? Maybe there's someone you need to talk to about those things, run through those things, but use them as tools in your life to kind of review how you're doing and what's going on. So use the Ten Commandments, use the Lord's Prayer, use the Apostles' Creed um, to, 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 to give yourself a kind of an MOT, an audit uh, this summertime on how you're doing and what's going on. Are there areas you need to focus on, areas you need to look into and learn and grow? The final thing, would love you to catch up on anything you've missed uh, over the last 12 months. Um, invariably you will have missed Sundays, been around, been ill, other things going on. Um, if you've missed any of the sermons, go online and listen to them. If you're newer to us and you weren't around at some of the earlier series, like on the Ten Commandments, go online, go on the website, have an opportunity uh, to listen through them. Let uh, what God's been speaking to us as a church affect you as well. I know people who listen to the podcast from the church when they're driving, uh, when they're out uh, doing a run, some exercise, when they're just kind of uh, doing a bit of housework that doesn't require a lot of uh, folks and attention, just mundane jobs, and they put them on and they listen to. So go back, find the ones you miss, catch up, listen to them, uh, and get on board with everything and get up to date with everything they're doing. Work the kids and the youth work. We've been putting out content uh, over the last few weeks that are online. Uh, Mel sent out the notes. Uh, from all the teams if you've missed stuff with your kids get them into that because they've gone through uh, some of these stuff with prayer with us as well make sure that they're up to date with what they've been studying uh, what about the books um, summertime's a great time I find to read a little bit of space we recommended a bunch of books over the last year on these particular areas why don't you get into those books if just as a reminder we recommended the Ten Commandments by uh, Kevin DeYoung as part of the Ten Commandments series if you got this and never finish reading it, or you got it and never started it, or you just you're new to it. Grab that, read that. Uh, for the prayer series, we had when you pray uh, by Philip Graham Riking, which was basically going through the Lord's Prayer, kind of bit by bit, which was a really helpful sort of study for the Lord's Prayer. We also recommend Timothy. Uh, we recommended Timothy Keller's prayer, which was a more general kind of overview of prayer, which is also super helpful, just as if you want to read something on the subject of prayer, help you in your prayer life. We also had the book, um, How to Pray, on the prayer course. If you want to revisit the prayer course and all the online content that's there, this is a great supplement to go alongside to read um, as well. Super helpful. Read that. Then when we got to the Apostles' Creed, we had um, uh, What Christians Ought to Believe, uh, by Michael Bird, which was just a great one going through the Apostles' Creed uh, doctrine and, and checking good stuff to get into their nice, true stuff. We've also got a uh, mentally recommended, I haven't got it with me, but uh, the book Parables. If you've read all of them and you're like, done that, we've got the book Parables by John MacArthur because we're starting to look at the parables in uh, September. So grab that as well. And if you've read all of them because you're a super genius, just contact us and I'll give you another list of books that you could be reading as well. But make sure you're using the time. So. We've got a couple of weeks with no content from us, but I want to encourage you to use them. 
use them well. Memorize the Ten Commandments. Memorize the Lord's Prayer. Memorize the Apostles' Creed because then you will have them uh, for the years of your life to come. Review your life in light of them. Wait, sit down, take a moment, get out for a walk, take some prayerful time to actually go through them and say, Lord, what do you need to speak to me out of them? Are there areas I need to work on in my life? And also catch up with anything you've missed just so you're kind of up to date and you're feeding yourselves. And lastly, what I'd just love to say to you is whatever you've decided to do, whatever you feel prompted by God, share it with someone. Share it with someone in your life group. Share it with uh, a trusted friend. Share it with a family member. But just be honest and say, after all this time we reflected, this is the area I kind of feel God's prompted me about. This is the area Holy Spirit um, wants me to work on. And then you can get accountable. You share with them, they share with you. You can keep yourself accountable and also be encouraged by one another um, as God's kind of growing you as a follower of Jesus. So we're going to finish it there. Um, I hope you've enjoyed our journey over the last 12 months of the church and what we've been studying in these key kind of discipleship tools we've been looking at. Um, I hope you are digging into them. I hope you are letting them impact your life and change your life. I hope you have a fantastic couple of weeks. Uh, just break, enjoying the sun um, and uh, yeah, get the most out of it. So I will see you when we return from holiday. I hope you are well, love you, uh, miss you all, uh, wash your hands and stay close to Jesus. <laughs>